you, and when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, hey, hey do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the group? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Afis, and with me as always is Devin. And we are about to talk about this week's episode of NXT, the gold standard still in wrestling. Um, interesting week. Uh, the, you know, we, this is WrestleMania week. You know, we're gearing up for WrestleMania 36 from the Performance Center this year. Too uh, big for one night. Gotta get that slogan in. You know, that's the official it. slogan. Um, <laughs> you know, and this, this NXT it was interesting because um, this was billed as... You know, they're going to start showing some of the NXT TakeOver matches that we're not going to be getting since uh, they're not doing TakeOver uh, before WrestleMania. So um, one of the matches that was billed, obviously, was the um, the triple threat match for the North American Championship, um, which we did get as the main event. Um, so I was really looking forward to that matchup. Uh, we'll be talking about that here in a little bit. But uh, we're going to start from the beginning, actually, and talk about uh, this this show, which was a entertaining show overall. Um, yeah, it was. I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Just um, you know, the the kind of a good range of matches. Uh, there was a gauntlet match in there. I already mentioned the NXT Championship match in there. Uh, we had the return of Velveteen Dream to in ring competition in there as well. I mean, I guess he's Cosby been back. He did the cage match, well. but. We had a kidnapping in there. You know, we had a little bit of everything. A psycho <laughs> yeah. in the ring, you know. Oh, my we, God. Yes, yeah. we did. Yeah, just, yeah, just everything. Uh, a, a living legend, I guess you could say, to some in Kushida, you know, wrestling. Yeah, um, yeah just a little bit of everything. Like I said, just a, a melting pot of of <laughs> like of wrestlers here and yeah. situations A little bit of this, here. a little bit of that. Right. <laughs> so let's let's just start straight from the beginning here with uh, Velveteen Dream taking on Bobby Fish. Um, Adam Cole basically laid down the challenge for Velveteen Dream, saying that uh, you know Velveteen Dream essentially hasn't proven anything. Adam Cole, you know, he's the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. Um, so he, his basic question to Dream was, you know, what makes you think you're worthy of, of challenging me? And he's like, all right, you you want to prove something? Like, I want you, you know, like, why don't you face Bobby Fish? And if if you're able to defeat him, then you know maybe we can talk about you know a, a matchup here in the future. So that match happened: Velveteen Dream versus Bobby Fish. Sure did. And entertaining matchup overall. At the end, Velveteen Dream came out victorious over Bobby Fish. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on this matchup? It was a fun match. I enjoyed Valentine Dream and Bobby chemistry. Uh, chemistry that had uh, so it had to slow it down, and I like Bobby Fish kind of focuses on Dream's leg. Uh, you know, uh, just slowing it down, and that's I, sometimes I like that pace instead of just going. So I, I do appreciate that between the two. Uh, but yeah, man, it was a good first match to kind of get the drilling going. 
I think in general it was a really good matchup overall. I mean, I think both guys, you know, just you know did a, a solid job of just making an entertaining match. Um, I think story wise, it actually to me felt like a step back for Velveteen Dream. Um, I felt like if you were really trying to sell Velveteen Dream as being a, a guy who's going to be going against Adam Cole next, yeah. uh, I think he he shouldn't have struggled as much as he did against Bobby Fish. Um, it kind of made me question like. Is he truly the number one contender? I mean, sure, he won, but it just seemed like, you know, for Bobby Fish to almost just take, like, pick yeah. him apart piece by piece the way he did, like you said, attacking the leg. And, you know, Velveteen Dream at times looked like he was, you he know, he was selling his ass off for Bobby yeah, Fish. Yeah, making Bobby, well, Bobby look just... great. Like, in this matchup, I thought Bobby Fish looked great. And Velveteen yeah. Dream looked a little bit like, I don't oh, know yeah. if you're ready for this. So It was a whole bunch of times I saw a cry face on him, man. Just like, he's just yelling in pain every yeah. time Bobby Fish focused on that left knee. Yeah. And he just had a, like a big cry face. I'm like, man. Just, but that's a good point, though, man. That's a very good point. Just, Is it because it's, it's going to get Bobby Fish because he's kind of like the lowest on the totem pole? I and, mean, <laughs> you know, yes, yes and no. Because, yes, like, yeah. I mean, I, I've been hard on Bobby Fish in the past before, you know, just being like, yes. he, of all the members of the Undisputed Era, he's the weakest. If I had to replace someone, it would be him. Uh, the tag team uh, that they have, I, I feel like, you know, Kyle Riley and Roderick Strong is the better version of the tag team champions than Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish, even though, you know, Red Dragon, that history that they have, it just, you know, makes sense that they would stay the tag team. So I've said all of that about Bobby Fish. You know, at the same point, though, you know, Bobby Fish, he's, he's been in the game a long time, you know, and he's had some injuries. So there's reasons for why he's, he's slowing down a little bit. And, you know, in this matchup, I felt like Bobby Fish legitimately looked good. Like, he did a great job overall. I feel like Bobby, yeah. Bobby you know, again, the, the technical wrestling power prowess, the MMA style, like, it really showed the best of Bobby Fish. Um, but having said that, your the whole point of this matchup was to set up Velveteen Dream and, and Adam Cole, not Bobby Fish and Adam Cole or Bobby Fish for a you know championship matchup in the future. Mm-hmm. So it just felt kind of counterproductive to trying to sell me on now Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream with you know him struggling with Bobby Fish, who's a tag team guy, you know, yeah. and and yeah. he who, who you know <laughs> had not looked that strong. On his own, you know, recently, or just even in the tag team, we were like I, I just outlined. So, you know, for me, it just felt like uh, they, they. I see what you're trying to do, you know, NXT with, you know, just trying to give us a really good match, you know, and give Bobby Fish a, a, a chance to shine a little bit on his own. But uh, I just feel like it kind of hurts the believability now for this guy who, again, just struggled. Now going against Adam against Cole. Strong the Adam longest Cole. reigning yes. NXT champion? Yes. Ooh, yes, man. Can you say that one more time? Say that one more time. He's the longest reigning NXT oh. champion, but I'm not going to let him wear that out too much because, <laughs> you know, that, that's your guy. You you go ahead and... <laughs> I just needed to hear someone, someone else say it besides me. <laughs> hey, he, it, it is what it is. It's factual. It's factual. It you is. Know, like, and it he is. is awesome. Adam Cole is 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 awesome. Um, you know, but now it's like Velveteen Dream could be seen as just as awesome because the crowd just loves him and he has that that big larger than life character. He you does. know, like he's just he just has that it factor. Um I just think that 
it, this this kind of made him seem a little weaker than what he was. And even going back to the last time we saw him, when you know he was uh, the challenge was being laid out, like you know he kind of went back on his character a little bit, saying like he never really cared about you know Roddy or you know the whole thing with putting Roddy's wife and kid on his tights was just kind of a it was it was just a play it was a, it was a it was a trick you know yeah. like like what like no like it, it just you, I don't know I feel like these last couple of weeks with with Velveteen Dream you know just felt like they're maybe not going quite the way I would have thought they would to build up this matchup I think they're trying to tell the story is you know not in a way that I, I I know I hear you out like loud and clear and and I think they should tell the story like that like Valentine Dream needs to be looking strong but I think they're gonna have him look strong in a different way as he's gonna beat uh, he's gonna go through like the gauntlet of undisputed so he's gonna take out Bobby Fish because you know he's the lowest man on the totem pole the next is Kyle O'Reilly and then another rematch with. Uh, Roderick Strong, and then finally he make his way up to Adam Cole. That's how he'll show Adam Cole that he's ready. All right, he's earned a spot for that number one, number one contendership to go against for the NXT t- championship. We'll see, man. I mean, I, I've definitely felt that from what I was saying in this matchup that, yeah, this was kind of like that first ladder in the, you know, if this yeah. were a fighting game, right? Like, you know, you you've, this is like that first rung. And then, you know, he's well, got a couple big more. Boss. Exactly. The big boss is Adam Cole at the top of the mountain, you know, so it, it, it makes sense. Um, but I guess watching this matchup, I have a hard time seeing him even beating Kyle O'Reilly, to be honest with you. Like, just the way that <laughs> the way that he looked. It just I'm just being honest. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly's a beast, man. And he is. You, know, you struggled with Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly's he's, he's gonna, he's gonna <laughs> take it to you, you know. Right, man. He's nice with the strike game now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, right. We'll, We'll see. We'll see how they book it. But, you know, just, just that was that was my, my takeaway from that. Great match overall. If you take it, you know, in its for what it is in its own right, like it was a solid match, great way to start the show. But from a story standpoint, we're trying to build towards Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. And he, he doesn't seem like he's on Adam Cole's level right now if you're struggling with Bobby Fish. Like it was a step back. If they had never done this matchup and just gone straight to that match, I'd have no problem with it. But... You just kind of brought him down basically to Bobby Fish's level with him just <laughs> barely eking out a victory. You know, that Death Valley driver at the end was just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. It took a surprise, you know, finish basically from him to beat Maybe he Bobby struggles Fish. with the, the, the MMA fighters. Because remember, he kind of struggled with not kind of. He did struggle with Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah. But Matt Wait, Riddle's he, a different type of beast, though, man. Like, yeah. like Matt Riddle versus Bobby Fish. Like, I'm, Matt yeah, I know. A, I know. But I'm I hear just what you're saying, saying like though, in that, general, yeah. right, right. That's a that's a good way to kind of to maybe help him save face with that. But I don't right, think I'm trying to help him out. That. <laughs> yeah, throw you a bone here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the the lines that they were thinking, man. But you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see what's what's to come next week. I, like I said, I, I think you're on the right track. That you know he's going to run the gauntlet. You know if they if they book it well, you know it could make him look really strong. Hopefully, it makes him look really strong because I want that match to be really big. Um, you know, but it, it's, it's, I feel like, yeah, they've got some work to do. They got a little bit of work to do to build, build Velveteen Dream back up in my opinion. Yeah, man. Like I, I totally agree. Uh, like what you said, that's facts that Valentine Dream is nowhere near on Adam Cole's level. I wholeheartedly agree with that. 
comment. I will not disagree. I'm not going to debate with that statement. All right. So, yeah, man. Cool. All right. Well, it's, I, I, I should expect nothing less when right. it comes to you, Adam Cole. So, oh man. All right. So let's let's move forward in the show. Um, we had the. I guess you wouldn't even call this a debut because we've seen uh, Dexter Loomis before. But um, yeah. I would say we well, haven't. He's seen been him. off like for a while since yeah. the breakout tournament, right? Ex- exactly. Exactly. And so. You know, seeing him here, it felt almost like, yeah, almost a re-debut of Dexter Loomis. Um, So Dexter Loomis uh, versus Jake Atlas. So Dexter Loomis, in case, uh, you know, you guys weren't aware, um, Dexter Loomis, again, he was in the breakout tournament. He has kind of this, like, psycho uh, killer, like, uh, persona. Uh, He doesn't blink. Um, He's very methodical. He He like. You know, he's almost like a snake when he like the way he slithers in the ring. Um, he got he has sort of like um, yes. a Randy Orton American Psycho version, Randy Orton kind of thing about him. But then that's a good comparison, man. That's a good way to you know what? Hell yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. Mixed with like you know, not even Dexter, but just like think of think of a a, a, a serial killer, and he like he kind of just has that vibe to him. With yeah. a, with uh, that, but he like, has that American Psycho vibe. I agree, though. He, yeah, that's the vibe I get. Yes, and then the black gloves, you know, like he's just he's intense, man. And I, you know what, I love him. Coming like, out to already. that Stranger Things esque music <laughs> theme, like yeah. it, it sounds very Stranger Things. <laughs> it's, it's it's perfect. I think yes. his whole thing is perfect. You know the the in the Tron, it's just his eyes. Oh, you know, like God, they take yes. up the almost the entire screen, and then when they it's zoom into his eyes, eyes, it is, it is. And you know, you even had uh, Greg Hamilton just kind of like freaked out, like you know, just standing back because <laughs> he just kept staring at him. He's like, I, I don't want any of it. I don't want no problems, man. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was great. Yep. Just just Dexter Loomis. They're onto something with him. I think they um, are. He his, his character is very interesting, man. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would wholeheartedly agree. And then uh, Jake Atlas is pretty much the opposite. He's very generic. I mean, he was just like, you know, pick a default wrestler from your favorite <laughs> WWE 2K game, and that's what he is. You know? <laughs> like, just, very plain Jane. That's it, you know? So that, there you had it. You I'm know, surprised he even remember his name, because even though I just recently watched NXT, I don't remember his name. Dude, I won't lie to you. I'm just, I'm reading it. That's why I remember it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at his name in the notes. I would not. If you asked me <laughs> just randomly throughout the day, what was that guy's name? I would have to look it up. I have to Google it. That's the only yeah. way. Like um, some generic dude. Yep. And he, we may not see him again for a long, long time, you know, for after real. this too, because he got... Destroyed. I mean, he got he got some offense in on this matchup, but this was the Dexter. It was Loomis dominated show. by yeah Dexter Loomis, man. Yeah, His, yeah. You know, slithering ways. Yeah, he had an unnecessary slither in there though. Uh, when he slid of, to the outside, went to the outside. Yeah. So he had to do it on the outside. No, he had it hanging off the ropes, and then he uh, bounced off the rope, slither outside, stood up, turned around, then slapped him. I was like, that's unnecessary. <laughs> But in, in his way, though, it was perfect for him. It was, like, but it was just unnecessary. It was though, totally man. unnecessary. It was like, totally you unnecessary. Just could have stepped outside and just slapped him. Not Dexter Loomis. He has to slither. <laughs> Everything he does, he has yes. to slither. Like it's just, it's just his way, man. Get a reason to slither. <laughs> it's his character. He is dedicated to his craft. This is his character. He's gonna make yes. sure, dude. 
just great. I think he's great. And it's like as the match went on too, he just he did not break character. No, he just man. had this this like just dead stare, you know, that yeah. he just held the Didn't whole time. Blink at all. No, no, it was great. It was great. And what was funny is uh he has the same finisher as Jake Hager, which yes. you know, we'll we may discuss him in the AEW uh recording the podcast I'm sure we in a second. Um <laughs> but it's so funny because I feel like it fits Dexter Loomis more, you know, that he's headed... smaller, man. He's not as tall. Well, I also think it's because of the psycho, like, gimmick that yeah, he has. That's true. That's like, because it's more aggressive he... when he did it, too, man. Yeah, he slams him down. So it's almost like a, a side effect from Matt Hardy basically turned into a head and arm choke. And then he holds it and, he, you know, the guy tapped immediately. But he was like, basically, he was done. He was out. And then Dexter Loomis keeps him in his lap. He kept his head in his lap and he's like, Brushing his head off, like, okay, okay, it's all right. There you go. There you go. Similar <laughs> Randy Orton esque again. You know, just kind of like, you know, just petting the dead, dead corpse in his in his hands, you know, and then he just threw the head off, like, nope, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm right. done petting the head. Yeah. Like, jeez. This dude, I'm again, he is dedicated to this character. And, Very intense. And I love this. Very intense. Yeah. If you haven't seen him, look him up. Oh, yeah. If you didn't watch NXT and you're listening to us, I, I thank you for that, but go see that match. Yeah, please do. Do yourself a favor. See Dexter Loomis and yeah, you'll you, you may have a nightmare, you know. Apologize for that <laughs> if that happens, but you know, it's it's entertaining for sure. Right. Put that small <laughs> disclaimer right there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So then after after Dexter Loomis in this match, which again he he won definitively, uh we had a gauntlet match, which I wasn't I didn't know that it was actually gonna be a gauntlet match. I thought it was Me gonna either. be like a Fatal Five Way, you know. I could have swore I seen that graphic, and maybe they changed it. I don't know, man. Like I thought I saw a graphic for Fatal Five Way or Six Way or whatever, and I thought that's what we was gonna get. But yeah, I was surprised by the gauntlet, though. Yeah, but you know, hey, it was it was entertaining for sure. Um, You know this this match again it featured uh, Shotzi Blackheart, uh, Diana Perrazzo, Zaya Lee, Aaliyah, Caden Carter, and Dakota Kai. Um, and why don't, why don't you give us your thoughts on this, man? Like, what, what did you think of this and, and the outcome of the match? Well, well, I was surprised by the format, you know, like I said before, but I enjoyed the gauntlet and, you know, obviously who stood out was Shotzi Blackheart, you know, right. Hey man, hats off to her. She did her damn thing. You know, even with no crowd, I was still like just gravitated toward, towards her, man. I love her look. She stands the hell out. Like you're not going to miss her. She yep. is not like a quiet wrestler, man. Even if she doesn't say a word, you're, that look works for her. She comes out with that music. I love that how that she does. It's better than Sarah Logan's how, by the way. You know, <laughs> yes, the way she true. just carries that pitch. It's like, That's man, true. I can believe that she was raised by wolves or something. But, yeah, man, I, I love uh, this format, and, and it worked for her, but while taking care of Dakota Kai as well, too. Kind of expected her to get this win and you know, get into that ladder match for the number one contenders match. Yeah, same. I mean, you know, with Tegan Knox there, you know, I was actually surprised that Tegan Knox was going to be in it and Dakota Kai had lost that matchup. I'm like, hmm. And then I think we talked about it, you know, and I had brought yep. up like, hey, I could see them yep. doing a second chance type of matchup. And sure enough, I'm not that's surprised we too that this happened, you know, because you are the professor, you are the <laughs> scientist, the match scientist, the Nostradamus of wrestling, man. 
Amen. This praise, man. I don't know. <laughs> this is a this is a lot of responsibility. Hey, we are almost at a hundred episodes, and I want to say eighty percent of it of you predicting has has come true. Well, hey, you know, I, I we we both watch a lot of wrestling, and you know, for me, I feel like, and and I, I will talk about that a little bit. It's just I feel like where a lot of that comes from is just the fact that I've seen so much wrestling, and in some cases, you know, there is a you know, for a, a, the bad side of that is there a lot of re, a lot of redundancy in wrestling, and so yeah. paying attention to it as much as I do, it's really just seeing the patterns and saying like, okay, you know, they typically do this, and like the WWE product is more predictable than AEW because AEW kind of they do things slightly different, whereas WWE it's like you know they 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 have a, a system. And they usually stick to it. And just watching, I mean, I've been watching wrestling now for, gosh, for 20 plus years at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. And, you know, it's just seeing it for, you know, for so long. Like, you just start seeing, like, okay, they do this. They, this happens. They should do this. Oh, they're, yeah. they're giving this person a push, but That's they're not true. in the tournament. There's they're going to find a way to get I that person the, in the tournament. 50-50 booking, you know, yeah. for, for WWE. We all know that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, as much as I'd love to just, uh, you know, take that moniker of being a Nostradamus and seeing it, it's like we all pretty much can see it based off of how the WWE operates. You don't have to take it. I'm just giving it to you, man. You earned (laughs) that. You just, you know, you are the Nostradamus of wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) It's from from you. So, I'll take it. I appreciate it. I'm not claiming that, but you know what I'm saying is mine, but you are you're giving me that moniker and I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Hey. Oh, hey, man. I'm just saying, man, you're the professor cuz I we're, I'm finding out somebody from WWE uh is is listening to this show. <laughs> the, some of the stuff you said like you know, we came up with the Bears Corbin's crew, and then all of a sudden, who, yeah. who said that Roman Reigns? And somebody, yeah, he did. And we said he that did. like for months before yeah. he even said that. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. That one, that one was really bizarre. I was like, wow, he really and immediately. I just kind of like in my chest, I felt it. Like, whoa, that was that is that was eerie. That was really eerie for him to say that. <laughs> right. So yeah, man. But yeah, man. So back to this, like definitely seeing Dakota Kai not in it, and then. Then knowing that there was going to be this other matchup, it's like, yeah, Dakota Kai has to be the the winner of this matchup, and she was. But you know, definitely, I appreciated Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart getting the spotlight. I mean, basically running through. She beat uh, four uh, women in a row. Yep. You know, she started with Diana Perazzo. She beat her um, Zia Lee and Aaliyah. I think she submitted. Did she submit all? Th- all three Zia Lee, Aaliyah, and Caden Carter. She I know did. she submitted these no, no, two. No, she submitted. I think she submitted three out of the four and pinned. Was it pinned? Did she pin Caden Carter? I think she pinned Deanna Perazzo. So, and then she, I think, I know she submitted Zia Lee and Aaliyah with that yeah. like uh, float over like arm lock thing that she did. Like, so Which that happened. Nice. Caden Carter, I can't remember. I think she submitted Caden Carter too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Carter, man, she got to get a dub. <laughs> when, they, when she came in, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know where now, know where this is going. Yeah, you knew Caden Carter was gonna lose that matchup. It was it was clear, and uh, it was it was so funny because you know Aaliyah when she was fighting, she was like, you know, I deserve this opportunity. I deserve this opportunity, right? And then she gets beaten. I was like, well, that's it. And then Caden Carter comes out and basically, you know, she doesn't say anything original. She's just like, I deserve this opportunity too. I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> 
I don't believe you at all. <laughs> no. You know, like, you were just phoning this in. You yes. know what's about to happen. Right. You know you're about to lose. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's too bad. Because you're saying getting what car- was told. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go out there and say this. Okay. All right. Hanging her head. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Man. But, A, it was, it was great for Shotzi. She she got, you know, the, the, the rub here for sure by she did. just going through all these other women. Remember, then, man, she took out, uh, well, she she eliminated Shayna Baszler, too. Yeah, yeah. So they are, you know, putting some stock in her. I see yeah. that. They were starting to build her up, which, uh, hey, I'm, I'm all behind that. Yeah, yeah. And she, I mean, like you said, she's got the look. I mean, oh, the yeah. green hair, the yes. tattoos, yes. the the helmet, the tank uh, that she drives down to the ring oh, sometimes. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, just the howl, everything. Like, she, she definitely stands out, man. So she's an awesome character. She's going to be great to watch. Um, but yeah, Dakota Kai came out victorious, so she is now added to the six women ladder match for it to decide the new number one contender uh, for whoever becomes the NXT champion uh, at WrestleMania 36 between Charlotte and Rhea. So we have Chelsea Green, we have Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, Io Shirai, and now mm-hmm. Dakota Kai. Um, and that match is next week. So before we go through the rest of this, prediction time. <laughs> this is kind of spur of the moment. You okay. didn't know this hey, was coming. I'm but with that. I'm with that. Let's do it. Prediction time. Who who do you think wins this matchup? Chelsea Green. She's out. I'm, I'm not counting her. <laughs> I thought you were about to pick Chelsea Green. I'm like, this ain't Bro, any fools anymore. Don't insult me like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Chelsea don't do Green. that. Without a don't doubt, do that. Chelsea Green. <laughs> right. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'm kind of leaning on Io, Io Shirai. Ah, Dakota Kai, though, stands out, though. But I like Io, though, man. I can see Io going for that belt, going against either Charlotte or uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So you're picking Io? Io, yeah. All right. Yeah, um... Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of people that that could do this. I mean, Candice LeRae, I think, is a nice pick. I could see that happening. Um, Dakota Kai right now seems to be like the one with the the spotlight, you know, mm-hmm. on her. Io Shirai just came back from injury. Um, that's that's the person I'm rooting for to win this thing is Io Shirai. Um, it just makes sense. Like if if regardless of who wins at at Mania. Between Charlotte and Rhea, like a matchup with Io Shirai would be awesome to watch. Um, you know, Charlotte versus Dakota Kai would feel a little bit weird, um, but Rhea Ripley would be perfect for Dakota Kai. Uh, Candice LeRae, I feel, also fits either one. I, I feel like I'm leaning. It's either for me. It's either Io or Candice. Candice LeRae. Yeah. Now Candice okay. LeRae haven't been featured on TV too much. Like she had a win, but not like you know, been on a streak of wins. Right. Well, that's that's why, I mean, I feel like whoever wins this, I think is going to lose anyway to whoever becomes NXT champion. I don't think the, the winner of this ladder match is going to win. I think Io Shirai would be the one that I'd be like, ooh, there's a real chance that Io Shirai could yeah, if win. If Candice LeRae was get in there, then I would just kind of, expect for her to lose but EO right. get in there that's you know that's unpredictability for me that's like oh that go either way like you just said right 
So it's it's a it's an interesting way to look at it. I mean, I, I'm gonna pick Io Shirai just because I feel like again I'm rooting for Io Shirai to win this win this matchup. I think uh, a lot of people are when the, when she made a return, um, you know, repla- replacing Zaya Lee. Um, it was it was awesome, you know, seeing her. It's like oh man, you know, there was this energy just knowing that Io Shirai was back. So you know her, and also too, I'm the most excited about a matchup with. You know, her versus either Rhea or Charlotte. Like, that that's the match I want to see is is her against one of those two women. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would I would pick Io Shirai just based off of that. But I think Candice LeRae is kind of a nice dark horse just because I feel like her two, when it comes to matching up to either one of them, it's kind of an interesting matchup, whether it's Charlotte or Rhea. Um, Dakota Kai, it seems specific. Like, I think Rhea Ripley would have to win in order for me to be excited about a Dakota Kai matchup because yeah. of the history with Rhea Ripley snubbing her for the team on at war games. Um, yep. you know, and Tegan Knox, I don't know, I just don't I don't see it with Tegan Knox yet. I feel like the fact that Dakota Kai is there means Tegan Knox is not gonna win. Like she's just right. gonna make sure that doesn't happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. And me, Yim, I feel like, you know, it's it's cool for her to be there, but I just don't, oh, I don't yeah, she, see it. Yeah, I don't see it. She, I, I don't she see had it. her chance. I, yeah, she has to get built back up to me. Yeah. Now, the big omission here, obviously, is uh, Bianca Belair. Right? She's not here. Is there yeah. any word on what's going on with her? Is she injured or I, is there I, something? I haven't, I haven't seen anything that, you know, in my news feed, because right now I'm actively not trying to go into oh, like yeah. news sources. Yep. You know, spoilers are out there because yeah. obviously this is the tape WrestleMania. So I just want to watch it. How I, I just want to watch that live experience. I want to get spoiled by nothing, you know? Same. And then on Saturday, Sunday, I'm going dark. So everybody's going <laughs> block. You know what I'm saying? Besides you, cause I already know you, you don't get down like that, but no, everybody no, else, no. everybody yeah. else with the exception of you, but <laughs> <laughs> everybody else is getting that smoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Well, yeah, it, it's it's weird that she's not that she's not there. Um, hopefully, she's it she's is. okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, this maybe is, she's this just is taking a, a break because she, she could be booking in. You know, good work, a lot of work. She did. She was at Royal Rumble. You know, then she had the matchup with Rhea at at uh, the last takeover, and then yeah, she had a matchup with Charlotte on NXT television. So she had a she had a nice. Nice role there. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you know. the absence makes the heart grow fonder. So. Yeah, and she and who knows? I mean, there could be a surprise return in there with her too. Maybe she shows mm-hmm. up and and affects the winner of this matchup um, a little bit. So we'll we'll see we'll see. But I think it could be it's going to be you know it'll be fun watching this ladder match with it the will. field that we have. It it's, a, it's a good group of yeah. women. Man, hats off to the NXT you know women's division again, man. Like after the four. Horsemen moved on to the quote unquote main roster, and then you had this new crop like Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, and then you got another crop right under that too, like Shotzi Blackheart, uh, Mia Yim. Like, man, it's just a good group, man. Yeah, hands down, like all tiers, it's a good group. Yeah, it's the best women's division in wrestling. Yes, hands you know down. the NXT, the NXT women's division. You know, over Raw, over SmackDown. I mean, AEW that goes without saying, but. You know, definitely NXT in, in, in wrestling, period. They have the best women's division. And it's so fun to watch. And I look forward to watching them every week. So, yeah, like mm-hmm. you said, hats off to them. Um, so the next matchup here we had was uh, Kushida 
versus Joaquin Wilde, who was sporting. Yeah, called him Joaquin Phoenix. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, don't Joaquin Phoenix. I'm like, yeah, Wilde, that's the name. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the Joker. He has no Oscar to his name, unfortunately. I knew it was Joaquin, Joaquin something, man, but I don't know why I was stuck on Phoenix. Man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, he's the more popular Joaquin. Right. You know? so it's, just, it's fine. It's right. fine. But uh, th- this one was known for an alien uh, he- helmet that he was wearing, <laughs> um, which it was kind of different this time. It didn't have the point at the end. It was the same up in the front. But, yeah, he just kind of altered that a little bit. And his hair wasn't uh, multicolored this time. It no. was just, just straight, like, black. So I'm like, okay. He's making was a little it, bit was of Was it, it, like, design? Did it, like, match the design of his, like, no, helmet he, he was wearing? Like, see, the top he of the helmet? Is, I don't. I mean, I didn't notice that. I just. I, I know that his haircut. He's got you know lines in it. You know, and he's got a little bit yeah. of design in it typically. But I don't. I didn't notice it matching the the design of the helmet. But I mean, it'd be interesting to go back and look at and see. If he's, <laughs> he's that intricate right. with matching up his hairstyle with his helmets, you know, and changing that every once in a while. That'd be <laughs> kudos to him, I guess. But um, here, the first of all, let's get this out of the way. Kushida ended up winning this match, right? <laughs> so let's just let's just get that right out the way. Fast forward through this. Yeah, seriously, just you know that that having said that, the thing that that caught me, and I'm sure it caught you oh, too, yes, was of course we had yet another kidnapping. So Raul Mendoza, who we still have not seen or heard from yet, so uh, you know, Tom Phillips did too. He's like, like, who knows where. Raul Mendoza's at yeah. during this match. Man. Dude is still MIA. And now the same, you know, Lucha masked guys, you know, drive up in a van. They were heading full speed towards Joaquin while was while he was getting interviewed post match uh, out in the parking lot area. And yeah, this van pulls up and they're like, Joaquin Wild, get in the van. And he's just like, huh? What? What? And then he gets picked up and then that's it. He's gone. Yeah, he's so gone. they sped the hell off. <laughs> These luchador masks again, man. So, and that, that's it. And they yeah. just kept going with the show. They just, you know, it was like, okay, that happened. That was terrible, but you know, here we go. And they went to the main event. <laughs> so I don't just know like, what this is all about, man. Is it? This seems almost a little bit like Dark Orderish. It does. <laughs> it does. It feels like they're just copying verbatim. AEW right now yes. with this storyline. It's, right. it's exactly Dark Order. Getting, um, getting some guys that's just, you know, down on their luck because that's what Joaquin Wild mm-hmm. uh, was saying during yep. his post interview. Like, man, I, I, I came from another promotion hot. I thought things would be different coming to NXT. And all of a sudden, yeah, man, he got snatched up. Yeah, man. I mean, and hey, we'll, we'll see what they do with it. Um, you know, but it, it, yeah, you're right. It's exactly Dark Order. And it just. It's kind of a, it's an unoriginal idea at this point if you're just going to follow it. Even right. Way, you know, like, what is, come on, guys. Like, but right. we'll, we'll see what they do with it. We'll see who, you know, is behind this. Who's who's uh, the exalted one in, in, in NXT. Um, <laughs> because essentially that's where we're headed, man. Oh, that would be hilarious if they did that. Like, oh, my God. What would they call him? It wouldn't be the exalted one. I, I hope they would. I hope they would. Say that. <laughs> the exalted one. Our exalted one. You know. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. Man. I mean, you know, the, I guess one rumor out there was uh, this guy, Killer Cross, who, you know, the uh, the clocks and the TikTok, that thing, the, the whole uh, um, 
guy that they seem oh, to yeah. be hinting towards a debut coming soon mm-hmm. um, might be the guy who's behind all of this. And, you know, the guys in the masks, you know, maybe they're just masks. Maybe they're not even Lucha wrestlers. Oh, no, they sound like masks. a regular dude. Right. Like, exactly. Phil, was that you? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... Um, that's one possibility. I mean, yeah, it could be, it could be essentially anybody, but yeah, I, I would, I would think it'd be so hilarious if they just called him the exalted one, you know, we're just like just, straight out parody of the, oh the dark my order. God. Yes. <laughs> the, like the one above all, all the shadow know, like, order, <laughs> <laughs> the darker order, the darker order. <laughs> The more exalted one. <laughs> <laughs> so just really <laughs> exalted um, one. <laughs> oh, man. Like, seriously, it just I wouldn't put it past WWE to do something like that, yeah, man. Because they would. They would flat out would, man. Yeah. Just have one of them be like, hey, Luke, I mean, exalted one. <laughs> just a jab at Luke Harper. Right. Oh, man. Hey. Well, hey, we'll see. I, and like I said, I kind of want them to just, if you're going to copy it, just go all the way. Yeah. Just go all well, the somebody's way. Somebody's listening, so maybe yeah. they will. <laughs> Dude, let's go to war. You know what I'm saying? AEW would probably love it. Like, you see, they're copying us. You know, they're, they're you know, acknowledging us by, you know, actually doing what we're doing, you know, and yeah. thinking they can do it better or make fun of it or whatever, you know, NXT is doing. So, you know, I feel like, hey, Shots, shots fired. Let's fire back and let's have a a war. See Brody over here. He don't give a damn. No, he'll fire right back without blinking, man. Like that dude, he is all about it. Um, Yeah, man. But we'll see. We'll see what's happening. But yep, that's the that's the second kidnapping that we've had in NXT in the last couple months, and uh, we'll see what they do with this, man. Hopefully, these guys are just gone. They just drop the story completely, and then you just never see that. Oh man, not not with Triple H, man. He he actually pays off a long term story. That's true. Him, this is NXT. So. This it's it's going to come now. to a payoff, but it's yeah. just, it's just you know, it just screams a little bit of Dark Order-ish it now. It does. It does. <laughs> it so does. Oh, man. So then, uh, yeah. So now we're we're at the main event. Uh, NXT North American Championship matchup. Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic versus Damian Priest. Now, we both had decided on Dominic Dijakovic winning this matchup. Keith yep. Lee essentially dropping the belt so that he could move on towards either Raw or SmackDown since we both believe, you know, Vince, you know, really loves this guy. Um, his performance at Royal Rumble, his performance at uh, Survivor Series, mm-hmm. he just stood out so much that it just seemed like, okay, right after WrestleMania, maybe even the Raw after Mania, he shows up and, you know, starts to make his presence felt on, on Raw or SmackDown. And um, it's not going to happen yet, per se, because uh, this matchup, uh, Keith Lee ended up coming out victorious, yeah. which, um, you know, I was help. shocked by. I was shocked. I, I won't lie. Just because, again, the way that we, with with a little help, but like the way that we uh, had seen this going and with where Keith Lee is at, it just felt like, you know, the time was, was right for Keith Lee to potentially drop it and, and yeah. go to one of those shows if they're going to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just that was just kind of my initial thought. What, what were some of your thoughts about this? Yeah, man, I, I thought the same thing. I thought, like, we was kind of tiptoeing to, not even tiptoeing, taking those steps, those strides towards Dominic Dajakovic. 
of getting that dub, getting that North American belt. So I was a little surprised, but I guess, you know, he's going to be in NXT for a little bit, man. So maybe through through this whole pandemic till it's over. Because uh, I guess maybe Vince McMahon, he, he sees that he can, you know, make money on him uh, in the future. So, yeah, man. But overall, I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the power game from a man, from a Keith Lee destroying on the dark archer or the dark arrow a live forever in infamy (laughs) he did those three power bombs (laughs) onto Donovan Dajakovic and did a fourth right delivered on a mat to Damian Priest that was insane man so I like the idea of that move I didn't really feel the impact of it though I can't lie like when I was watching it I was watching those power bombs and he kept doing it I kind of wanted him to just stop doing it after say the second one, because it just felt like I could tell. That's you when the crowd would have came in. I think it would have helped. It would have helped because it if they're helped. reacting, you're like, "Oh man, they're getting." Because <laughs> it yeah. would have been like, "Oh, oh," especially NXT, yeah, crowd. I think they would have reacted well to that. That's it worked true. for me though, but other people. But I think that's when the crowd actually influenced. It would have enhanced it more. That's yes. true because for me, I just felt like I didn't, I didn't really feel the impact of those moves. And there's so many moves that. You know, they all have in their arsenals that you can really feel the impact of. And that one, I felt like it just, it was missing something. And you're right, it's probably the crowd. It also didn't help, too, that, you know, and we didn't even mention this, that, uh, was it Sam Roberts, that's his name, was doing the announcing? Dude, Dude. that sounds like somebody's holding his nose. I, 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 that, that was the, my least favorite part of this episode, (laughs) was just him on commentary the entire night. Oh, my God. He's awful, yeah. and the fact that he's also trying to be this like heelish character it doesn't help. He just he sounds like a dweeb like the whole time. It's just like you said the 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 nasally sound of his yes. voice and just you know him trying to dig on certain superstars and and you know again he's trying to root for the heels and he's talking crap about the faces. But I'm like in just an shut annoying up. way, like yeah, man, I want I don't know like, if that's hey, what he's supposed to do. That's his job because he's a heel commentator, or yeah. if it's just. I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I mean, he, he was I don't know if really... I can't, yeah, I need to figure that out. Like, is it, I don't what? like you, or is it, are you really doing your job? Yeah. With that, that nasally voice. I, I got to listen to his podcast, maybe, because I really don't listen to it. So, I'll test well, it. I'll test that theory out. So, during the pre-shows of the uh, pay-per-views, I actually am okay with them. You know, like, in, in those doses, I feel like, and in that context, I feel like he's good, you know, where he's just bouncing back and forth yeah. with people on a pre-show scenario. But w- during the matches, he, it was distracting to me yeah. to listen to him and to hear him kind of pick people apart, but almost in a way that, like, felt somewhat almost demeaning to to them. And again, he's a he's, he's a heel. That's his character. But he's like saying, you know, I don't see this person as being that good. Blah blah. And I'm just like, the way he would say, it's like, Valentine's Valentine Dream has to earn a way to Adam Scott NXT Championship. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was, shut it was, up. It was worse. It was worse than That's what she true, just did. True, but just like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you may be right. Everything you're saying might be factual, but it's still so damn annoying to hear. Right. Just from you, from him. You know, like I just. 
I don't know, like that with Shotzi, you know, I felt like he was digging at her. Oh, at man, that really rubbed me the wrong way right there with Shotzi. Yeah, yeah. She like was putting you, in work, bro. Yeah. And I, I wasn't feeling that at all. I'm like, all right, this is an ass hat right here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I just, yeah, that, that was annoying. I just had to throw that in there because it was, it was just one of those things I was noticing. I'm like, man, this is really irking me. Um, and so for, for that move, and then you hear his voice, and there's no crowd. I'm like, oh, this is just all wrong right now for me. This should be so awesome. And yet, you know, we don't have Morrow. We have Sam Roberts. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I'd rather have the king on there, man. Yeah, I, I would too. No lie. I would rather have the king on there right. in commentary for sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, the power game, like you said, I mean, they, they there was a, like a double choke slam that uh, Dominic Dijakovic and Damian Priest did. On Keith Lee, yep. um, that was that was pretty cool. Um, Dominic Dijakovic did a corkscrew uh, moon salt, or just a just a. I don't know if it was a moon salt necessarily, but it was a no. Corkscrew he did a corkscrew though, yeah. Because I'm yeah, watching was, him doing the move now, so he didn't quite flip. It was more of a twirl. There you go. So and it it basically landed on Keith Lee's head Hell for yeah. what he looked at. So that looked sick. That and that was the moment that I thought. Dominic Dijakovic is about to win this yes. this match on this move, yes. and when Keith Lee kicked out, I was like, "Oh, it's that over!" Was a, That's oh, it. And that was a near fall too. It's like he yes. barely got up. I was like, "Oh my god, he almost yes. got that!" Yes, I I thought that was it. I legitimately thought this is where he wins the title, and sure enough. He kicked out. I'm like, well, that's it. You know, like that's all she wrote. I think they're gonna redo it. Not re- redo it, but I think uh, Dominic Dajakovac is gonna get another shot. Cause Damian Priest just basically, you know, he took out that little nightstick, whipped it out, just, whoosh, and just hit him. Hit Dajakovac. That stupid little <laughs> nightstick he has too. God. He looks so he lame whipping it out, man. It made he the does. sound effect. I'm like, bro, just give it a rest. Let's put the dice stick down, man. It was worse when you did it. It was. It was. Like, really? This is your move? Triple H has the sledgehammer. You have this nightstick. <laughs> really? The man. dark archer, man. Yeah. Oh, man, bro. I mean, at least Big Boss Man, you know, for him, this nightstick made sense because his gimmick was yeah. that he's a cop. So, like, exactly. yeah, okay. But you, what? Breaking out for him, man. And you have a nightstick? Right. Is this a club thing? Because you like to go to the clubs with women and <laughs> yeah, the security right. guys got the nightstick. So, you know, that's how you roll? Oh, man. I guess it could be worse. He could be hitting people with glow sticks if he's a club guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dreaded glow stick. Oh, yeah, that'd man. be terrible. But, um, yeah, now his wrestling overall, you know, it was it was solid. Yeah, like he's, yeah. Like, you, we, you, you, talk, you said that. Yeah, like his wrestling yeah. game is above average. I'll give him that. Right. It's just the, the character. It's just certain things just are not working still. But, okay, so for me, you know, you mentioned Dominic Dijakovic getting another shot. I feel like he he might not for a while get another shot because he's gotten so many. I almost feel like this, this when Keith Lee beat him and he pinned him, he didn't pin, pin Damian Priest. He pinned Dominic Dijakovic. I feel like that yeah, almost. But with help, though, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he, he, like, he was getting ready and Damian Priest hit him with the nice stick in his knee. And, yeah. you know, Keith Lee just, took advantage of that. It's, it's, a, it's a matchup that I could watch forever. I could watch Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic go one-on-one forever. But I feel like for the championship, like Keith Lee has beaten him a couple of times now, a bunch of times right now, 
for the championship. I feel like now it's it's almost like you got to go away from him for a while and have him build himself back up. Or Keith Lee needs to lose that belt to someone else before Dominic can get another another shot at if it. He at least another soon. shot. I don't think he's getting that belt. And I think it'll be soon because to me it felt like an incomplete finish. Like this wasn't – even though, you know, they're telling the story of fight forever, mm-hmm. it, it still didn't feel like, all right, we're going to move on like we're – because Damian Priest got in the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't completely disagree with you. I feel like you make a great point. I just, there was something to me when I watched it. It felt like, also, too, that this was, technically, this was their takeover matchup. Well, yeah. You know, and so, you know, and the takeover before Mania. So this technically was like a, a culmination of, of the storylines for all of these guys. And that's why I felt like, okay, you know, that's this true. would be maybe Keith Lee moving on. But with Dominic losing, it's like, mm, maybe maybe Dominic, not that he moves on to Raw or SmackDown necessarily, but just moving on from the matchup with Keith Lee for a while, especially for the North American Championship. Um, so, I don't know, man. And, and again, he took the pin. Like, Keith Lee beat Dominic Dijakovic, yes, with help. But, you know, he did win. So, I, I could see them saying, hey, let's create another, you know, uh, competitor, another another contender mm-hmm. for for this championship for the near future. And, and you know, I, I'm kind of nervous that it might be like a one-on-one matchup with Damian Priest because Damian Priest wasn't pinned in this. So but you he don't could see make Dam- a claim. You don't see Dajakovic just approaching Keith Lee like, hey, the only reason why you beat me because of Damian Priest? He and could. you don't see Keith Lee being, being that dude like, all right, you, you right. I'm going to give you another that. shot. But I could also see someone else saying, whoa, this guy's gotten how many opportunities and, you know, he's lost all of them. So why should he get another one? Whereas and that's I'm when William Reed will pop up and smooth everything out. And say, hey, okay, well, why doesn't Dominic Dajakovic go against wrestler X who thinks he's been looked over to see, like, who's going to be the new number contender? And I think I think that other guy, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's. I feel like either way could work. I feel like what you're saying, I am, I'm hearing what you're saying, yeah. and it makes sense. And I, in my in my heart, I do want Dominic Dajakovic to get this belt because I feel like he's earned it. You know, he's earned this opportunity. He's yeah, they tell that story, man. He's going up. Uh, he's got this yeah. uphill climb, you know, and he was right there. And then I hear another you. hurdle yeah. right there in his way, man. Yeah, no, I totally hear and you. I can see William Regal. You know, just smoothing everything out, but making a stipulation. But this is the last time you guys are fighting. I know you guys said fight forever, but it will be forever no more. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. It could be. But, you know, the other thing, too, is um, isn't uh, the the Undisputed Era, you know, they're looking at trying to get all the gold back. What's to say that Roddy, you know, doesn't get back into this mix? And he's the guy to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, like Dominic Dijakovic has gotten how many title shots since you know since uh, they, Keith Lee has won the belt, and how many opportunities have I gotten to try to get that belt back? And I don't think he has. I don't think Roddy has gone against Keith Lee once since he lost the belt. So there could be maybe a rematch there for Roddy as well if they want to tell a story about the Undisputed Era. You know, reclaiming all the gold one more time. Yeah. Um, you know, so that that's another possibility. But I could see so many different different uh, yeah. scenarios here. I think what you're so saying many makes hypothesis sense. we're putting out. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and honestly, like I said, I could I could watch 
Dominic and Keith Lee fight forever. I think yeah, me those too, two guys, man. They put on, and I'm enjoying shows. this story. This this story, this fighting warrior who, who's trying to, you know, you know, run through this fire, man, and and get this belt. So hopefully, Dominic, you know, get his comeuppance. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that would be awesome. Um, yeah, man. So that that did it for this episode of NXT. Um, overall, just a, a fun episode. Um, you know, like we said in the beginning, you know, there were a lot of things. There was something for everyone in this matchup, well, in this uh, show, except for, for sure. the commentary. Except for the commentary, right. yes. Uh, Sam Roberts, no, we could no. we could do without that. No. Um, but the matches themselves, like, yeah, everybody. You know, brought a little bit of a different flavor. You know, I think uh, Dexter Loomis definitely that was kind of a standout for me, as well as Shotzi Black, Blackheart. You know, those two, you know, really just um, had had great showings on the show, and it was fun to watch. Yeah, man, same here, man. Nothing more else to add to that. Like it was just a well, uh, well balanced show. Yep, absolutely. And you know, with with NXT, I mean, um, it, it, it's just. For them, you know, we always have such a high expectation and high standard. We call them the gold standard because, you know, it just seems like they, they just never disappoint. And in this one, even just kind of a, like a somewhat average, well-balanced show was still very entertaining. It was. So it just goes to show you just the quality of, of uh, you know, product that they put on. Even with no crowd, you know, they still managed to to get us, you know, invested. Again, that, that women's uh, elimination gauntlet match. You know, like you, you said it yourself, with Shotsky going, you know, through all of those different competitors, you were really starting to get bought in, and I, so was I. And just seeing that, it just yeah. it was such a such an engagement there. And and then at the end, it was it was a little bit of disappointment with Dakota Kai winning, but kind of an expected, yeah, uh, expected outcome that. there. Yep. Yeah, but um, just just again, great drama, great intrigue. I mean, this is what they do. So great show, great show. I, I did enjoy it. Hey, that's it. I mean, we're going to put a pin in it with that. That's yeah, good. man, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I got right. much so, to add to that. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, that's going to do it for this episode uh, where we recap NXT. Um, this, that, that'll do it. I, I feel like I wanted to say more, but here we are at the end. Yeah. So for, for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.